0: Today is a very timely podcast on Valentine's Day and what it means to 6 I've been seeing articles on social media, do six, celebrate Valentine's Day, should they, is it a good idea? So we decided to talk about it and I have Harinder Singh here with me who will talk about the concept of love in Sikhi, we talk about the famous love stories of Punjab, Punjabi poetry, I think you guys are going to learn a lot. I certainly did. So let's get right into it. Harinder, thanks for joining me once again for, I guess, this Valentine's Day special podcast. Let's get right into it because I've been seeing articles now on social about should six celebrate Valentine's Day? Is Valentine's Day a good idea for six? I don't even click on it because I think it goes into a little bit of the uh, cynical aspect um, of... uh, of you know life and and uh and, and sick life so uh what's your take on that is Valentine's Day a good idea for sick? is it good for them to celebrate what do you think
1: well you know my take on any question which begins with should is who's going to decide that for us and if the day is regardless of uh, your commercial or popular take on it if the day is about being in love or renewing your love or falling and rising in love, whatever you want to make about Valentine's Day to be, who is going to decide that for you? Shouldn't you be deciding? And I'm introducing the word shirt back to you. I don't believe in this word. But I think the individual needs to make that decision. How do I celebrate love, including, you know, on the Valentine's Day? So why do we need police patrols, religious patrols? Uh, You know right-wing Hindutva to right-wing whichever other philosophies people believe in these are operating in this world None of them should be deciding these things for us. We need to get into You know if you want to be a lover of the highest kind, you know from individuals to divine then this is something uh, your consciousness needs to make a decision on
0: so let's talk about um, being a lover let's uh get Guru Granth Sahib into this, invoke Guru Granth Sahib into this, what does, um, in your view, what is uh, Guru Nanak's view of love? I mean, everyone's heard the lines, right? Everyone hears um, Guru Nanak's lines um, and Guru Gobind Singh's lines on love. Uh, but uh, in this context of Valentine's Day, how, how do you, how does a Sikh invoke the teachings of uh, of our Gurus?
1: Right. So as soon as we bring gurus into it, we got to bring gurus paradigm. So firstly, you know how, regardless of how the days are set up, you know, whether it's from a commercial angle or whether they're invoking something from European histories or whether they're manufactured, at some point, it doesn't matter. These have become our realities in the surroundings. And one thing to realize is gurus were very big on the realities in their surroundings. So they talk about Love as being something you operate in. Love is something which is not just an idea, but love is something which is visible in our language. It is very visible in our behavior. And uh, to them, uh, anything, nothing is possible in this life, in this world, regardless of your relationship, unless this uh, love word is understood. You know, the words in South Asian traditions for that are Prem, Preeth mohabbat, ishq, you know, all sorts of these words are used. In fact, this morning when I was looking at the hukum, and one of the lines which came was, uh, if you are in love, how can, may I never forget you, dearest? You know, that's the idea. It reminded me of, you know, unforgettable song, for example. So the whole part is that love basically, there are different definitions people give, there are different explanations people are given. Guru Nanak Sahib and Guru Granth Sahib very clearly says, that love is where you discover everything, including yourself and your surroundings. So another way to look at it is the absence of love is the problem for us. This is where the hate comes in. This is where the anger comes in. So, you know, we generally say we fall in love. You know, uh, the conversations eventually evolve into, well, you actually rise in love because if you stay fallen, that might be, you know, a popular saying or a Bollywood or Hollywood thing to show. But actually people rise in love, which means they go beyond themselves, they transcend themselves, they surpass the animal in them, they surpass even the man or the woman in them. And that's the idea of love in Guru Granth Sahib, where essentially whether you are in your familial relationships, you know, your spouse or whoever else it is, kids, lovers, or whether you are in community relationships or whether you are in divine relationships, Love is what moves. In fact, Guru Nanak Sahib says power The only language which can connect you to the infinite is the language of love.
0: So I've listened to your um YouTube I think session on um one of the on uh, love and, and marriage and it was more for couples. And you also mentioned uh you know, uh, Pai Gurdas uh, talking about lovers, and I think more a lot of people will relate to that since that's in the Punjabi uh, folk world on um, Hiranja and uh, Lala Majnu type lovers, uh, and and uh, you know even <laughs> yeah, a funny story. I try to put that on my wedding card, though that uh, var that Pai Gurdas had but uh, my parents didn't want me to do it and my family members are like no what are you doing this is not good and i'm like this is from pai gurdas you know who holds the key to the Guru Sahib? but we're not going to put this on my wedding card. So, you know, obviously I, I gave in because it wasn't that big of a deal to me. I had to pick and choose my battles. But I, I know that you uh, mention it and give some time to it in your session. Um, I, I don't think a lot of people even know this exists. So I would love for you to even talk about that and how even Pai Gurdas recognized the great lovers of the time and then how he relates that to, to the uh, Gurbani, essentially
1: right and i'm I'm glad you brought that up because this actually shows us that this whole idea of what i call one force which really is i'm i'm deeply in love with the idea of one force which generally people call god or energies or whatever else or words you want to use but Guru Nanak invokes this this is a kovangar and in invoking that he essentially is saying that you know for most people it's an abstract thing for most people it gets reduced to deities or Semantic ideas of God. But Guru Nanak Sahib takes this idea, he says, you know, the way you can see this operating invisible in your life, in your surroundings, is when you look at incredibly intense, seductive relationships in human dimension. And I'm not saying seductive in the negative sense here, I'm saying in a very personal, uh, intimate sense, right? And he himself says, and then I'll come to Pai Gurdas, where he says, uh, you cannot be a lover if you're always calculating. It's so direct in Asakivar where he says people who only look at pluses and minuses, you know, what we will today say assets and liabilities. So these calculations we did on human relationships, whether it is going out with somebody or whether it is, you know, uh, figuring out who to get married to or whatever other relationships we get involved in. If you're constantly calculating, it's not a transaction. That's what Guru Nanak Sahib is saying. So he says, you cannot be a lover if you're constantly calculating, if you're constantly looking into consequences of who you are with or who you're going out with or who you want to end up marrying with, things of that nature. And Pai Gurdas takes that to the next level where he says, let me explain this idea. And he takes on the five legendary love stories of Punjab. And I say legendary because in legend, it doesn't really matter whether it happened or not because sometimes you get into these debates. Legend is what lives in people's minds. And obviously, there's a historicity to it, but it's much bigger than that, because historicity just becomes intellectual debate at some point, because they're always the deniers and the haters. And we're talking about love, so it becomes about what lives fresh in people's mind. And Pai Burdasi, you know, takes those five legendary love stories, and he changes one of them, because one of the popular ones is Mirza Sahiba. He does not mention that, and... Uh, your listeners can go Google it and figure out what happened in Mirza Saiba's case. But he basically invokes Lala Majnu. In fact, he starts with that line. He says, Lala Majnu Ashki Chaka Chakki Jati. He said, The story of Lala and Majnu's love, which is popular in the four corners of the world. Look at the opening. So he's talking about as Lala Majnu loved themselves, as Sassi Punnu loved themselves. And he used the word Dosti. Sassi Punnu Dosti. I mean, look at it. Do. Essentially he's saying they didn't look at you know the social stratas, whether it is the caste systems or the you know financial stratas we have in our societies. Mahiwal and Soni he invokes Tardirati. He's like she's crossing the river and the middle of the night, which means this is the intensity of their love. Then it says Ranjahir they invoke and the one it does not invoke is sorry is Mirza Sahiba. Instead of that he invokes Sorat Bija Gaviye. He says, let's also sing the songs of Sorat Bija. So I invite your listeners to look into these love stories. But after mentioning these five, and five is Punjab, five becomes symbolically big and Sikhi. So he invokes these five. And the last line he says is, if you want to learn love, the, understand the relationship between Sikh and the Guru, Peer and the Murid, then you need to get up in the morning. And he invokes these five stories. And he says, understand these five stories, understand these five lovers. Now, it doesn't get any more direct than this, that, you know, the divine relationship, when the divine enters your life, it also enters your human relationships. That's what I understand from this.
0: Wow. So let's um, talk about, you know, one of the things on love is, so I listen to a lot of Punjabi music, and uh, a lot of people know I'm probably, uh, and still am actually, a, a huge fan of... Uh, of Gurdasman and one of his songs is Ishq Ta Gidda and he's famously in, in his concert he stops um, at, at, at one of, um, in the middle of the song uh, because he had a question uh, someone asked him on the radio okay, sarey and Gurdasman's like, what are you talking about? Um, he's like, uh, kadhe aarete, kadhe rambi te, kade te, kade tandi te, you know, like all the different Tortures that the shaheeds went to and how they were killed. Um, He talks about that, and then the guy on the radio says, "Those aren't lovers; those are shaheeds and gurdas." I I think very uh, nicely said. He's like, uh, "You can't be a shaheed without love." So, I, I, if we go back, if we go to even um, Udom Singh's time, you know, famously, he's known to be singing heed, and he also carried heed with him when he shot uh, General Dyer. So, h- and and I'm sure we've, um, you know, and heat is a big part, I think, Varsha's heat, at least, is a big part of the Punjab lexicon. So how do, how, what do you think of that? How, why do you think um, these people that sacrificed so much for Sikhi were also drawn to, to uh, these legendary love stories?
1: Sure, because there's a direct relationship. We are, the as far as I know, of the major world faith, traditions, revolutions, we are the ones who actually made this part of our spirituality. Just like social justice is part of Sikh spirituality, love relationships are an intense part of Sikh spirituality as well. So, you know, these days, I am going to sort of flip it for a second, if we are not seeing very many contributions, or we don't hear enough about these legendary love stories, perhaps we are not lovers. Maybe we have become something else now. So, love relationship, whether you see it in the life of, for example, we, so, okay, I'm going to actually flip it again. Look at the relationship Pibi ki Sister Nanki, has with Brother Nanak. Look at the relationship between Pai Mardana and Guru Nanak. Look at the relationship of, for example, all the warrior tradition which you involved and the martyrdom tradition. All is done in love. They are not even, uh, sometimes we say sacrifices, even sacrifice world doesn't cut it. In the language of Guru Granth Sahib, it says vare or it says balram I don't think these can be translated in English because they are coming from a place which is completely in love. When you're completely in love, you're saying, I'm willing to do anything and everything. I'm willing to pay whatever the cost is. I am willing, I just want to be with this individual, may my beloved, not forget me. This was the hukum today. So, uh, yes, I mean, look at even 30 years ago. Everyone knows the name paisatwan Singh, but you must understand his love story with Surinder Kaur, B.B. Surinder Kaur. And we have forgotten this. We have contemporary love stories which defy the logics of people and they defy. Uh, they live in the defiance of the state. And this is paisatwan Singh. Why he's getting married? Why Surinder Kaur chooses to get married to him while he's in jail, knowing that he will be hanged by the state? So these kind of love stories, legendary love stories, which were born in Punjab were made part of Sikh tradition. And gurus not only celebrated them. And, and by the way, I just want to mention this. if you, The reason you probably don't hear about these love stories and Pai Gurdas's war being interpreted in Gurdwaras by Pracharaks, because we're scared. People who who are in love, they're not scared. They are nirpa-nirvaer kind of people. They become fearless. That's why we say when people are in love, even when they have a glimpse of a love, we say they're on cloud nine. Then we're scared to talk about them because in some cases, like in Sonia Mahavar and Ranja, the women get married against their own wishes and even then they're crossing the rivers to see their lovers. Today's mindset of classically religious cannot accept that but the Guru's mindset of free religious completely accepted that.
0: You know, that reminded me of, while you were talking, it reminded me of Guru Nanak's line. So let's bring it back to even our love with uh, Sikhi and our love with the Guru, in the sense that, you know, the, the, one of the lines that are coming to me and uh, are is actually uh, burn away those customs and rituals that take me away from my Uh, beloved. I see in Sikhi these days as well, there's a lot of customs and rituals people are doing, um, I I don't know, out of fear maybe and not love. So, uh, and uh, this is Guru Nanak's line. How do we, how do we start? um, How do we get inspired from that and start, you know, uh, loving the Guru and creating a relationship that dosti with him without all the mechanics involved and the pluses and minuses?
1: Well, let's start at our basic human relationships. Do you allow anyone to tell you, we customize our relationships, don't we? We have personal relationships, we call them. Whenever you're going to make them just about what the society accepts, whether it's religious, whether it is your social net, whether it is your political, whatever or, you know, subculture you're operating in, yes, you have guidelines from there. But you don't allow that to dictate how you're going to be in your relationship. If you are, then you're already enslaved by them. And another way to look at it is, if you ask me, you know, Sikhi is all about guidelines. It's It wasn't about rules. We are the ones who broke the rules. We've defied against the rules, whether the religious domain or the political domain made them. So coming back to Guru Nanak Sahib, absolutely. He says, and Baba Fariji says the same thing, by the way. He says, I'm going to go see my lover i don't care what the weather is i don't care what people say because i don't want my love relationship to go uh, to go south now lovers worldwide are like this in Sikh tradition we gave love the highest level and i say the highest because whether they served in the battlefield with the sword which actually we should say kirpan because it's more gentle it actually gives you Sikh ideology behind it or whether they were giving water they were all doing it out of love. And this love is something which is developed. This is something chiseled. In the language of Guru Granth Sahib, you know, we are looking for love, right? We People say that. You and I have probably said it when we haven't been in the best of the times, and your audience probably think about it. Because we all are doing it. We look for love. But the question is, can you find love or does the love find you? Because when you are prepared for certain things in life, then they're discovered, right? When we are not prepared, when we just want a PR or when we are just wanting a particular transaction, then we are looking for things. So another way to look at is, and this is Gurbani's dictum too, that we don't want to go to where the divine is. We want to become so beautiful. We want to become so wanted that the divine has no option but to walk into my house and on my bed. So it's a little bit of a different paradigm we don't just fall in love we rise in love we are not looking for love love is going to find us we are not going to go to the house of divine divine is going to come into my house so what it does is it asks the individual to raise their consciousness to change their behaviors to become accepting to speak and walk in the language of love so it's a little different way of looking at life
0: so bringing it back to valentine's day couples you know i'm sure there's couples that are dating I'm sick sick couples that are dating sick couples that are newly married, uh, people that have been married for 50 years. Um, Valentine's Day for them in, in Sikkim some celebrate it, some don't. This idea of love and bringing it back, how are sixth and Valentine's Day, uh, you know, the famous line is, and when people say if they celebrate it or oh, they don't, it's like every day is Valentine's Day. Is that is that good for us? Is, should every day be Valentine's Day and not just a particular day? But it doesn't matter because I, I know I'm, I'm just bringing it back to the articles and the headlines I saw. Does it matter if you celebrate it that day a little more or not? Is it, is it ritualistic like we just talked about?
1: Well, so let's look at it from two angles. You know, So one is the day itself and then the how part for the individual. You know, if you look at the history of it, you know, people will go back to whether it was the feast of St. Valentine or whether it is St. Valentine's Day from the uh, you know Brazilian ideas to the Italian ideas to other ideas. All I'm going to say is, I'm going to apply whether it started in the Roman Empire under Christians or something else, whether it's a commercial holiday or whether Eastern Orthodox Church came up with it. At some point, it doesn't matter. And the reason is this. Cultures have days. There always is, some relationship with the past. For example, in the Punjabi Sikh culture, you know, the Diwali existed there, Vasakhi existed there, gurus took existing ideas and they redefined it. So one thing I want to say is, yes, it's important to know the backgrounds, but what's more important is what are you going to do with it? Now let me bring Sikhi more into it. Just like Gurpurbs, we celebrate them, but we are not people who are fixated on a particular day or a particular time. Those are reminders. So don't we need an excuse to celebrate more love how you celebrate love is entirely up to you and don't get caught up into it so uh, i would say do what you want to do with it you know if you are in love you need more reasons you actually don't even need any reason but if there are reasons go ahead and uh, you know celebrate it in the way it works for you but be very cognizant don't get as you call it ritualistic about it ritual itself is very powerful by the way meaningless ritual is worthless And meaningless rituals are where you don't even think about what you're doing. You're doing it because the world is doing it or you're expected to do it. Whereas when ritual becomes incredibly powerful in any context, when you give a lot of personal meaning to it and you transcend it to the highest levels of relationships, and that's another way to look at it. So this February 14th, uh, you can get into the debate from a Sikh angle or some commercial angle or in India when they do it from an RSS angle. Uh, but I would say really the debate is within. The hostility is within. Uh, other day uh, when I was reading Pai Lal Goya and I was discussing it with someone very dear to me and uh, the the share came. It says the hostility is within. And what is the hostility? It said, the couplet said the hostility is between, is this blasphemous or is this religious? But the hostility is within and your love relationship will decide what it is. So we worry too much about the outside hostility or the outer arguments. They really need to happen within. And from within, your larger answer comes, and that's exactly where the love
0: is born. And that's amazing. Very beautiful. Uh, you know, for me, I look at the world through the eyes of marketing, and I think everything is is, because um, is of marketing. And I wrote, I think I tweeted last year, you know, Valentine's Day created by marketers to sell cards flowers, chocolates, and expensive food, and women think it's an ancient romantic tradition. Even with that being said, you know, the way I celebrate it is now it's just, it's kind of an excuse to me, you know, obviously I look at it like I should be that all the time and have that constant love going, but now it's just an excuse to get together with um, other couples and have some steak. So that being said, are you doing anything for Valentine's Day (laughs) This um, coming up?
1: Well, uh, there's a couple of things going on for me this weekend. By the way, Gurpreet and I and and the other relationships I have in terms of people I'm very close to, we are not really, I'm not really driven by the day itself. And I say that about everything in my life because these days are conveniences which have been developed by whatever the ruling societies are around us or their hegemonic cultures, we call them. So whether it's birthdays, anniversaries, Valentine's days, or any other days, President, say, has more metro sales than anyone. So, you know, there are all sorts of things going on. But that said, yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, we probably, I, I, this weekend, I'm actually, on Sunday, I'm scheduled to go speak on Jathe General Singh uh, Singh Wale, And I'm going to actually, I'm going to title that. I said, do we understand this love at the panthak level? Do we understand this love? Because, you know, the love is reduced to just romance. And romance is very necessary. Please don't misunderstand me. But love has infinite dimensions. You know, this is a love with capital L. So I am. Uh, my some family members are visiting. We were joking that what are we going to do this Valentine's Day? I said maybe, uh, maybe we'll all do a party together. Maybe I'll just go out to dinner. I don't know exactly what the plan is going to be turned out because we do live in relationships where sometimes it's more than your spouse or your lover. So uh, I know there is some uh, community level of uh, discussion I'll be doing on the ideas of love, and there will be some intimate or personal uh, conversations, including dinners.
0: Great, great. Well, I'll probably see you this Sunday at that uh, talk in uh, Richmond Hill, New York. So, uh, Rinder, always appreciate your time, wealth of knowledge. Uh, If people want to contact you, where can they get a hold of you or see what you're doing and what you're up to these days?
1: Sure. So I primarily just use Twitter at OneForce, number one, and Force, F-O-R-C-E. So OneForce is the best way to get a hold of me. I do appreciate you talking about uh, love from uh, Punjabi Sikh heritage angle as well and that community at large. I, I just want to leave it with another thought on the love idea. You know, in Sikh tradition, we very much proclaim that whether it is Guru Nanak Sahib or Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj, that the only way you will discover divine is in love. But we, we forget to mention that divinity for most of us, like 99.9% of us, has become very abstract or very removed or something out there. So this is where I like to bring Professor Puran Singhs and Pai Veer Singhs of the world. Pai Veer Singh, I'm just going to mention, there's a poem by him. I was introduced to this poem, and I've been working, and the poem is working on me, uh, among other people who uh, as well, who have loved it. So the poem is called Preet Veena. I want all of your listeners to go check it out. It's in Punjabi. Maybe you can find it. It talks about a human relationship between a young man and a young woman. And, you know, and in fact, he uses the word between the beautiful, you know, the, the beautiful is the word being used for him, uh, Sundar, and Jussa, which means, you know, Gabru kind of a person. And for a her, the terms he uses is fully yupti, flower, uh, tender flower, you know, and it's describing the relationship between the two, which the world is not able to understand. Its forward is written by my favorite English Sikh poet, Professor Puram Singh. The poem itself is by Pai Veer Singh. It's an amazing combination. I sincerely hope that somebody will translate that in English. I know, hopefully, uh, Anya will do it because I know she loves doing translations from Pai Veer Singh's work. I'm going to ask her to do this. So all I'm saying is there is a wealth of personal touches available to us to understand divine relationship. And the best of that is available to us through Paiwir Singh and Professor Puran Singh. And I just want to mention that that those kind of poems are very, very important. And this one is titled Preet Veena. So again, thanks again, and for your time. Uh, and something to think about also, because Rumi is invoked on Valentine's Day quite a bit. Just realize that if you're only invoking Rumi, you will never understand love, because for him, love did not exist without Shamze Tabriz. And this is what we have done. We only look at the fixation or the one personality. But remember, love is bi-directional. It involves two people. So if we only invoke Rumi and we do not understand Shamsay Tabriz, you will never understand love.
0: Great, great way to end the podcast, Rindra. I didn't know about the Five Singh's poem either. So um, great, man. Appreciate it. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you.